Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story is a bit of a follow-on from yesterday, from a story that I brought yesterday. And I kind of woke up thinking about it. And I realized what it was that had really gotten to my psyche. And I'm talking about the story where I said that experts are saying that this is the new normal. January is gone. It's never coming back. And that the sooner we come to terms with it, the better. And that our expecting to go back is this normalcy bias. And that if if a long enough time passes, you will find the new normal to be normal. But if it goes back too soon or that you're waiting to snap back, it'll snap back. All of this went with what we were talking about from the very beginning. This isn't going to be a 14-day quarantine. This is going to be a 14 or an 18-month thing because that is what Event 201 told us. And the reason we thought that was definitely going to happen is that we knew they could not change the world for a hurricane, but they could for a war. That was the analogy we used. Yeah. And then, so this normalcy bias thing where it was just like, hey, you have to let it go. Why does, why does the mask bother you? Because you haven't accepted it yet. If you just accept it, you'll be okay with it. And you know what it reminded me of? What? I have, as a kid, I bet every gal has had this problem and a lot of guys. People will like kind of sexually something you. Yeah, people will like you know, crazy uncle or whatever. I mean, that wasn't my case, but I definitely had more than one experience where an, a creepy, weird, drunk, whatever, would do something weird. And they would like try to talk you into it. And I remember hearing a guy, I don't know if it was Nambla or like some guy who started an organization for like adult child sex or love. And I heard him interviewed and he was furious with the interviewer because the interviewer roped him in by saying, we just want you to tell your side of the story. And then when the interviewer came down on the guy, the guy was pissed. He was like, the reason kids who engage voluntarily in sexual stuff freak out about it is because people like you stigmatize it and make them feel bad. So for me, this thing about the normalcy bias just exactly sounded like, like a, like a, you know, like that gynecologist Nasser might have done to those teenage girls. We're like, hey, this is normal. Just, just deal with it. Like if you just allow this to happen, it won't be so bad. I mean, it really convincing feels them that like they are abnormal if they don't. Maybe that too. Maybe that's another thing. But the, but the idea is a, a dominant authorita- authoritative person takes a younger or more innocent person and tries to convince them that the reason they are re- repulsed by what's happening to them is that they just aren't accepting it. And if they would only get okay with it, it would be okay. That they are wrong to think that what is what that this is not normal. I mean, I'm telling you that article which I tweeted yesterday at Monica Perez show really made me feel that way. It really felt like like a sweet talking pedophilic rapist. 
I'm just saying, like, if you've ever, I, I bet, I, I, I maybe not the majority, but I bet a large proportion of the, of the female population, even, even, you know what, you know what, it's a great analogy for, and this is actually what's happened to me more than anything else: sexual harassment at work. They take. They, they tell you, hey, this is fine. This is normal. Everybody does it. Don't get upset. Like, oh, if you don't want, if you want me to stop, just say so. You want me to stop? What's wrong with you? Like, I'm telling you, it's freaky. Yeah. Create an environment where the person believes that their, what they thought was normal yes. is abnormal. And therefore they feel pressure to assimilate into that new normal. Assimilate to really let their guard down, to put away those instincts. And I mean, is that too much for, for the family audience here? I hate to like get gross on people, but that's how, what I feel like is happening. Like it's brain rape. It in is. A different it's, way. It messes with. These cognitive biases that we have, like this creates, when you have a normalcy bias, it creates a cognitive dissonance that causes you to minimize or reject obvious warning signs, you know, that, you, that might be real obvious warning signs that you need to change. But since you are biased to normal, you don't want to change, you're more likely to continue doing what you've always been doing than doing something different. Then that environment has to be created that makes that normal that you always default to ineffective and no longer effective for survival because the normalcy bias is we so, have an, a, yeah, operating I, rules that enable us to, to, to get yeah. by in life and oh my have, gosh it talks about that yeah, yeah. Okay. and they have to fail right. and once they so fail really we have to find new though. ones so what are you saying you've you've seen this normalcy bias thing talked about in the past right yeah in what context like how did you understand it before i discovered this thing which i had never heard of it before what do you how is it normally used I don't know how it's normally used for propaganda purposes. It's closely related no, no. to cognitive dissonance. No, no. I mean, dissonance. what does it mean? What does it mean psychologically? Psychologically, as we all have, before the pandemic happened, we all had these operating standards that were, some of them we didn't even think about on a daily basis that we took for granted because it was it was automatic pilot. It was, we do this, we do that, we I do mean, this. I mean, you have to. We survive. You'd never get anything done. Yeah. The normalcy bias, the way it's described oh, is pretty good. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, tell me. Normalcy bias is a Read cognitive it. bias which leads people to disbelieve or minimize threat warnings. Consequently, individuals underestimate the likelihood of a disaster, when it might affect them, and its potential adverse effects. The normalcy bias causes many people to not adequately prepare for natural disasters, pandemics, and calamities caused by human error. About 70% of people reopened reportedly display normalcy bias during a disaster. So people who stay oh when they're being told to leave Florida when a hurricane's coming. Right. I did that in Houston because I was rational, not because I had a bias, but that's why people don't believe conspiracies that are in evidence. Yes. At bingo. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Wow. Wow. And they, those people who clearly do not want us to to acknowledge that there's a conspiracy afoot here are actually using that same thing yeah. against us. They're accusing us of the same of thing. Of wanting to not accept their false reality, right. their false reality, because we don't accept new real realities. Dude, and this, my mind is just all twisted up. But the fact that it feels to me like sexual harassment or child abuse is like not a good sign. Yeah, and the conspiracy angle, when they do see evidence, say Jeffrey Epstein, the plea negotiation letter, that goes against what they believe, what their normalcy bias defers them to, then 
that creates cognitive dissonance where they don't accept that information that would undermine their complete worldview and force them to change. What's up guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- 653-8838. And I also want to add that Neighbors 2021 seed packs, their organic seed packs, and their cool weather seed packs are all now available online at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. And that coupon code PROP will get you 10% off. So be sure and check that out. So that cognitive dissonance that the normalcy bias creates enables propagandists to know that it doesn't matter if the truth gets out there as long as the people they need to disbelieve it have been conditioned to experience cognitive dissonance and therefore reject that new information or completely minimize it to where they say, oh, that doesn't mean anything. And therefore... And that's... Yeah. If you think of Algis Huxley saying 20% of the people will fall for anything, 20% of the people will fall for nothing, it's the 60% we have to work with. Funny enough, democracy means that propaganda swaying that 60% will have, they'll win every time. They don't have to worry about people like us. Yeah. Because we're just not going to move the dial of democracy. Yeah, because this used to be in my Twitter profile bio. It might still be there. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I wrote embrace Embrace the cognitive cognitive dissonance dissonance because that is what you have to do in order to get through the normalcy bias to discover a new truth and understand reality a little bit better. I tell people to do that about their own failings. And that's why the 12 step thing, I think, is about going around and apologizing and just saying, you know, everything that you've done that you don't like. Some people, it's so bad that they have to drink themselves to sleep at night. Yeah. And I try to tell my sisters, my kids, whatever, if there's something so painful for you that you don't want to think about it, you really need to just look at it, acknowledge it, understand it, and then you can resolve that, that inconsistency, that dissonance, and you can sleep at night. Yes. And... That is so difficult to do right now because self-reflection is scary because it forces us to look at choices about it that we made that we didn't like and opportunities we might have missed. And it's easier to escape into our devices and to drugs and to whatever. And also, it's easy to escape into activism, into constant action at your oppressor who you can blame those problems on. So this is how these type of cognitive biases are exploited by a lot of these manipulators. And it would explain why liquor stores and drugs that like Craigslist or I don't know how people hook up for with their drug dealers and stuff. But all that stuff was continuing unabated throughout this. Like that was a real priority. But I want to speaking of uh, not believing the truth that's before your eyes, Palantir went public yesterday. Palantir was an InQtel incubated company by the CIA. And I remember doing a lot of research on it over the day. And I used it as an example of how they pay people such as Peter Thiel by giving him this huge ownership in their companies. But now a lot of the stuff is 404. And it says Peter Thiel founded the company and everything. But the deeper story- You mean the website's 404? 
all like as I try to go back to all those sources, okay. I can't get to them. Yeah, they're not even archive.org, they're nothing. Um so so I'm looking at that and and uh and I'm seeing this palantir and as I'm reading it, so they're not it takes forever to get to the point where they say it was incubated by the CIA. It says oh, Teal couldn't get the funding for it, so he finally had to turn to the CIA. It's so laughable. And what it is is like big data and as I dug into it, yeah. I had a couple of of like deeper things I wanted to share about it, but wasn't it on your radar as well? Yeah, there was a big long article in BuzzFeed yesterday about Palantir with the headline LAPD cops use data mining firm Palantir's controversial law enforcement tool to store personal information, including romances and jobs, of anyone who comes into contact with police as they try to predict criminal behavior. And more than half of LAPD cops, around 5,000 or so, have an account with Palantir, which is at the biggest surveillance company, one of the biggest surveillance companies in the world. Yes, that is exactly. I'm so glad you brought that up because as I was reading this stuff, it was kind of like my, oh, I feel like I'm being you know, child molested or whatever. As I was reading this stuff, I was like, this reminds me of something. It reminds me of something. And then I said, okay, and I put my finger on what it reminded me of, immediately Googled the stuff, and it's totally, totally like known. This is Promise 2.0. The Robert Maxwell stuff that where Israel and the U.S. Oh, yeah. stole this software that some guy developed. It was a it was like a perpetrator database that allowed all or a software that allowed all the different databases of all the criminal organizations, all the I mean, all law enforcement organizations and everything to be able to search all the stuff that was on different platforms at the very beginning of kind of the tech revolution. And and to me, that actually might conceivably violate the 1974 Privacy Act, but that's what Palantir does. And and I have more, but I think you have a little more. Listen to this. The newly released documents obtained by BuzzFeed reveal that the LAPD is using the software to collect and store data on anyone they encounter. The system then indiscriminately stores intricate details such as tattoos, scars, romances, and associates of people from criminals to the innocent. And here's the thing. So... It's hard to really, I, I encourage people to dig into this, do their research, send me any links at Monica Perez show, my Twitter account feed to, to suss this stuff out a little bit. But there was like an intercept article I didn't even read because I hate like my mind being filled with limited hangouts <laughs> yeah. when I'm trying to really find the right answer. But I think there was a TechCrunch article I couldn't get to. There's a bunch of stuff I couldn't get to. But it seems to me that what it really was is 13 U.S. government slash Intel slash whatever organizations and nine huge tech companies. The only ones whose names I could find was Apple and Facebook where they can all kind of cross-pollinate each other's databases without having to have a backdoor or warrants because Palantir, this is when I realized it was like promise, Palantir sells that feature to big tech. And of course, it's just like when Operation Mockingbird, what they did is they told news journalists, we will embed you with Vietnam units in Vietnam. And you can get all of that information. We'll just, you don't even have to go if you don't want to. We'll feed you the information, but you can't put out what we don't want you to put out. So, of course, like the journalists sell their souls. So they're like, we'll get more information this way. Yeah. We won't get it all, but we'll get more. And I, I, I can't 
it's so big. It's so big that like I, I it's hard for me to believe that that's actually just how it's happening. What's happening right now? I mean, it's just too much. But it is getting teal billions upon billions of dollars. And when I first investigated this, I got the feeling teal was just given this. And yeah. now they're like, he's the mastermind behind it. I don't know. And Teal did invest in that San Francisco startup that used the blood. I don't know where they got the blood. Maybe it was from animals, but he was part of that group that was selling vials of blood for $8,000 because they had done studies on rats that found that the blood of younger rats had rejuvenative powers for the blood of older rats. Well, (laughs) let's clear our minds a little bit of all this nastiness that we've been talking about and think of something holistic and <laughs> a little a little more positive, certainly in my life. Are you ready to try CBD products and see why so many people swear by everything from CBD oil to body lotion to muscle rub? TrueHempscience.com is at the ready with the highest quality products they developed over decades in the business and a lifelong pursuit of nutrition, health, and spiritual well-being. They are eager to introduce you to the CBD experience and so confident in their products, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and a special offer for Propaganda Report listeners. To learn more about their company, their passion, and their products, go to truehempscience.com slash propreport. So what's the, can we keep on the positive vein or you want to you take a step back into the dark world of baby's blood? I don't think you ever want to step into that world, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is why I think that there is something really sinister afoot, which is also why, I mean, we've been working on this. Yeah. Speaking of that, I'm going through the clips last night. That I'm telling that's exactly what I was about to talk about. Episode <laughs> exactly. With the people from the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. And I was thinking about this group of people as they were introducing themselves and talking about what they do and what they hope for. And I thought, you know what? If there are people in the world drinking baby's blood, they're in this group. Undoubtedly, this is the group they would come from. This is exactly what I was thinking. It's like, you know what? The more I think about something sinister afoot after we talked to Isaac Weishaupt, like everything I think about what's happening at the top, it just keeps getting to where to that very convincing chick who talked about being part of a human hunting party as a child. It was her parents who put her there or so they don't care about their children, probably for sure. And this transhumanist stuff with the World Economic Forum is fostering in the fourth industrial revolution, which is part of the Great Reset about blurring lines between biology and technology. They that's transhumanism. It could very well be that they think they themselves are going to be these uploaded gods, that they don't really have to care about the earth and the people on it, even to yeah. the extent that they don't even need to have children because they are their own immortal beings. That's I kind mean, of really. what I was asking Illuminati watcher <laughs> right. on the show the other day, if that's yeah. their belief. There's too much, though. We have to do something with him more regularly. I mean, he's just very busy and puts out a lot, so there's no way we're going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to do that for us. But there was just too much to cover Yeah. in just one show. I mean, it's just too much. I find what this article says the critics are worried about, the Palantir article. Interesting. Because what I just told you, there's a lot to worry about if they're storing your tattoo information and your personality and you didn't do anything wrong, you're not a criminal at all. That's a lot to worry about for everybody. And 
And it's crossing over all government agencies and all the big tech, and they're sharing all your data, which is my worst. I don't care if the companies have it, but the government shouldn't have it. And it's against the law if I were to read the law right. <laughs> for everyone. You want to know what the critics say, what this what? Say, says the critics are worried about? What's even scarier than all of that? Critics warn the system reinforces racism in policing, with data suggesting <laughs> when used to predict criminal activity, cops over-target black and brown communities. Right. So it's racism, not the fact right. that they're storing information on people who are innocent about their right. tattoos. and Way to get 70% of the co- country or 51% of the country or whatever to think, oh, I guess I'm not really at risk of this. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a great way to get you to not care about it. And, and I'm not saying that because I think people are racist. I'm saying it because everybody, in my opinion, right now in this world today, everyone's cup of worries is over-effing flowing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm sure saying? Is. And if someone says to you, hey, man, this is a really bad thing that's happening to a lot of people in this country, and there and there's probably nothing you can do about it, are you going to actively worry about that? It's if you really do not think it's a threat to you, you can't. No one has the capacity. That is part of the genius of this insane multiple crises strategy of tension that we are absolutely immersed in right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a way to to try if somebody is coming at you with something like this. Critics are only worried about the racism aspect of it. Nothing else. I have something that I'm definitely going to start asking people that you're more than welcome to try as well. If, if, if anybody wants, I'd love to hear how they respond. The reason I was thinking about it last night is because CNN on Anderson Cooper 360, he had a guest on last night to talk about Trump refusing to to condemn white supremacy, which is absurd. He's condemned it over and over and over and over again. You are a slave to that question if you just continue to address it, to, to continue to humor it. It's like when they asked Ron Paul if he, if he was okay with with a supporter spreading a, a theory that he was having sex with Rick Scott in Texas. Just the most absurd thing, and you force them to <laughs> condemn it every time they interview. That's all you'll talk about if you address it. So he had Heather Heyer's plus, mom, Heather Heyer's plus, mom. The way he the way Chris Wallace asked Trump that question is he said, will you condemn white supremacists and militias? Militias are the first thing mentioned in the Second Amendment. You can't condemn militias. Yeah. So Anderson Cooper interviewed Heather Heyer's mom. Heather Heyer is the mom of not the mom. Heather Heyer is the girl who died in Charlottesville, got hit by the car. And her mom came on to obviously talk about Trump's refusal to condemn white supremacy and. What I want to know is this. It seems to me that if you are someone who wants to end racism in America, and I think that most people would say that they are, and especially those who are actively protesting and doing all these activist initiatives to stop it, I would think that they would want the explanation for any incident, whether police or a statement somebody made, I would think that it would be good if the explanation was not racism, would it not be better if there was a cop incident and it turns out that incident was not a product of racism and was a product of something else? I say, which one would you prefer for this incident to be explained by racism or to find out, oh my gosh, it wasn't racist. There's less racism in the world than I previously thought. So, but 
this is how you know they're not genuine because that is obviously you want it to not be racist. But if you, anybody suggests that a cop incident with a, somebody in the African-American community is not racist, then they then get condemned as racist themselves. It shows there's complete inauthenticity in the argument because you want it to not be racist. So why not at least be open to the possibility? And you know that that is how they operate, or you would see some of these cases where the paradise cop who shot the drunk driver, William David Powell, even yeah. Ryan Johnson and Henry County, who the family called because he was like a little bit off and they riddled him with bullets and the Anthony McLean story, black guy. But yeah, and, and that was racist. I mean, you right. can see in the stories that they promote oh my gosh, that right. they have an agenda. Yeah, they don't focus on stories of real racism, of real hardcore racism. They don't hardcore. focus on the stories because everybody would condemn the racist. Everyone would. So Everyone. They that Anthony McLean story, there, there is, I think, <laughs> when I see that picture, I'm thinking if the, if the two guys that cop in Pasadena stopped were white guys, like a, a, both the same kind of, you know, tank top wearing, whatever, white guy in a muscle car, whatever. If they were white guys and one of them started running away, I think what the what the cop would have thought was maybe it's not so bad. Just let him go. Or yeah, like I don't know what that guy's up to, so whatever. I'm not going to risk shooting him. Or if I shot him, who the hell knows who he's connected to? If there would be repercussions? I mean, you cannot just you know I have a body cam on, which they bleeped out. They said his it was turned off, which should that should be an automatic year in jail, like the way. If you're if you're a drunk driver and you refuse a test, you automatically like go to jail or lose your license. If your body cam is turned off, uh, you should automatically. Okay, well then we're going to assume the worst, not the best. And I would say that the outcome in that case might well have been different if it was a white guy. Right? Yeah. If it was a white, that's a great way to put it. Perp. The the most extreme explanation and the worst explanation is the ones they automatically accept right off the bat. Looking for something positive to distract you from all the craziness in 2020? At wisdomprints.com, you can own photography work of landscapes and architecture that remind us of the beautiful world we really live in. Wisdomprints.com is the creation and work of a fellow liberty-minded person, Scott Moore, who's been an avid listener to the Propaganda Report and the Monica Perez Show for years. Wisdomprints.com is newly created and showcases photography from the desert southwest to urban scenes and architecture from around the world. Visit Wisdomprints.com, that's W-I-Z-U-M-Prints.com, and use the promotion code PROPAGANDA at checkout to get 15% off the sale of your print order. Vote by mail has been in the news quite a bit again today because, as you know, I love how every single article and every comment pundit, they start off their broadcast with, Trump is again spreading the debunked false without evidence lie that widespread voter fraud through mail by vote fraud is going to be a problem when there's no evidence of. So they just go ahead and pack in all the debunking for their audience right there in the headline of it. And... I, people just need to use their heads. What In what world do we live in where we don't know how terrible the USPS is? I haven't trusted the USPS since I was a kid, and it's so vulnerable, it's slow. And, and on the other end, we're getting, well, Russia is already interfering in our election, but via social media, online. So am I to believe that if Russia is so eager to destroy America through online channels that their hands off when it comes to mail-in vote? They're not going to try and tamper with the mail-in vote? They just... It's so stupid. 
It, the number one thing that is a clear, clear as day tell that they want the mail-in thing to be a fiasco yeah. is that they n- would have to make the postmark deadline three days prior. That's all. Yeah. And they're making it three days after. Yeah, you're right. It's, Look, it's, it's a privilege. You fail. should have a trade-off. It's not in the Constitution that you can mail in your vote. Could you imagine mailing in your vote in eighteen, eighteen hundred? Like they, you're never mail using the U.S. Post Office to mail in your damn vote. And they and they actually had electors so that there could be some human beings on the spot. So they accommodate for these kind of lag times. They didn't. They they should have done it then, you know, if they were going to do it at all, they could have done it then. But instead, they said, hey, send your electors. And why not do that? Just send your freaking electors. Pretty soon, it'll be send your thoughts. Just send your vote thought in and Palantir will pick it up from your brain and they'll go cast your vote from you with their technology. And you don't even have yeah, to I get mean, out of I bed. I would say doing it like that, I have to go reread the Constitution, but pushing the mail-in thing later. So there's no right to vote for president. The electors that you are community sends your state sends is what what elects the president so your electors are either uh so what i'll have to look into that because that must be a different date you know it's tough to be an elector right now i i wouldn't want to do it because they could be targeted yeah, I, I don't even know how all that stuff works but i feel like there's so much political theater that i, I don't even where it begins and where it ends, I don't know. Ken sent me, tweeted at me a a video from Pennsylvania of a state state house member, you know, congresswoman of the state, not of the federal, and the governor having a press conference. And the governor said, I'm going to take my mask off when I talk into the mic. And she said, oh, I'm going to, too. But I just want to start the show with the mask for a little political theater, you know, get that on camera. Who said that? It was this woman, uh, Rep Ullman, U-L-L-M-A-N, but she's a state rep within okay, so Pennsylvania. She's a little bit of optics, and that's what this is. It's it's great to hear that. I know, that but is true. if it goes, that's of course, and if it goes, if it goes down to the level of a state rep in Pennsylvania, I mean, when people are like you couldn't get everybody to get on board with the kind of conspiracies you're talking about. I mean, that at that point, there are literally. Thousands of people in this country at elected positions at that level or higher. And if she is completely laughing about deceiving her little freaking corner of the world, you know, yucking it up with the governor about how, fuck you, lady. I mean, really. From my perspective, she looks like a fool. Think about it. She's oh yeah! Optics. Oh, oh, she's for, out. We They're got some optics. Her. We got to make sure we look right. Let's make sure we no, smother our face. It was face. a hot mic. It was a hot mic, though. I know, but just making confidence, yeah, okay. that, that belief that for optics purposes, you need to cover your face because that is the PR strategy. It is a f- total buy-in. You're getting people to wear masks who don't even believe it through that logic. Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Some people are like, she's right. Right. Some people are like, she's right. We want people to wear masks. But she called it political theater. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. So then that makes me think about the debates. So they're making this big thing about rule changes, whatever. And it seemed to me that Chris Wallace actually or that all of them were in on the debate coming out a certain way. Let's talk about it in the patron 15. Just want to remind everybody of two big things. One is today is the day that Patreon 
Patreon.com slash Propaganda Report goes commercial free. We love our sponsors. We hope that you will support them. We only take sponsors we love. But uh, some people just don't have the uh, the patience for the commercials. So we our new uh, Patreon offering is 45 minutes straight, commercial free, uh, with a few exceptions, a couple of shout outs here and there. And also... So if you want to sign up for that, it's the truth sponge level, seven bucks a month, well worth it. Then we have the first Friday disappearing patron party this weekend. This is this Friday, and that is for patrons of the truth, friends of the show, and patron saints. So if you want that, it's nothing but fun. And this Friday is the big one, and I always love that. So then uh, with that said, let's... Head into the patron 15. You guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon yeah. at propreport.com this- or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propreport and become a patron if you haven't become one already. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day.